welcome to a, a special impromptu episode of Damn It Vince. Uh, special on a couple of fronts because we have two returns this week. Oh, today we have a butcher is back. How are you? Well, I'm okay, thank you. Yeah. I'm here, here to enjoy the um, venting session. <laughs> you couldn't miss this one. It was quite something for you to wake up to this morning, eh, man? <laughs> and uh, also, Paul is back. How are you, Paul? Oh, never better, mate. Never better. <laughs> Your message that probably kickstarted this uh, this bonus pod, to be honest. And yeah. as as always, uh, Joe is here. How are you? I'm very tired. But you got take over, didn't you? Yeah, that's that's three nights of staying up till silly o'clock watching wrestling. Catch yeah, for, for timestamping purposes, this is the day after takeover in the UK. So um, hence hence the tiredness. I am I am the same as well. Um, right, it's it's not our normal kind of pod. Uh, today we'll, we'll do that later on in the week um but the reason for this pod really is me and paul uh, kind of reached a point that we know that butcher had reached a year or two years ago with wwe which is a bit of a breaking point and um SummerSlam was was part of the reason for that and we didn't necessarily want to make the the, the normal weeks pod go on too long or it to be drowned in negativity when we want to be able to celebrate the, the good things going on in wrestling like punk returning um so this is just a little discussion between ourselves really about what what has took me and especially Paul to the point that we're, we're at today and just just a discussion really and Butcher's further along that journey than we are so he's going to offer his, his insight into there I'm I mean here, here for the counselling session am I? <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, you're a few a few stages along in the grief yeah. process than we are <laughs> um Shall, shall we start with just a quick thing on SummerSlam? Because that was the breaking point, really, for some. So, Paul, right, your takes on, on, on SummerSlam and what it was like as a pay-per-view and what got you to the point that you sent the message you did last night? <laughs> um, SummerSlam was, 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 it was just very samey for me, um, for, for a lot of it. Obviously, you know, same old, same old stuff. Um, plenty of matches that we've seen before. Um, predictable results. Um, you... you, you you bring back one person to fight in the main event instead of using young talent. The main event goes the way we all think. And then instead of a new challenger, fresh challenger coming, you get someone old and part-time and returning again as the next challenger. And it's just, that's what I mean by, you know, a bit samey. Um, obviously, I know you, you, Ellis, um, specifically reacted to the SmackDown Women's title change. Um, and 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 that was that was really poor from my point of view. Uh, one thing that I, I texted Ellis, I said, they didn't even have to have a match. Bianca could have fought Carmella, done a bit of a squash. Becky come out and have a stare down. That's all it needed. That is all. That would have been perfect. That's all it needed. And then you could build that feud over the next two, three pay-per-views. Um, obviously, none of us know for sure what's happened with Sasha, whether it's illness or injury, or there's been some things that said she, she wasn't ready, she wasn't cleared or something like that. It's a strange one, but if Becky was coming back and that was the plan all along, just have her come out and square up to Bianca and that's it. The crowd would have, the crowd would have popped so much for that. And obviously you get to look forward to that match. But the way they did, you know, the way they did Bianca, Bianca's been in there mainly a main event with Sasha and put on a banger and put on multiple bangers and I don't know if any of you, any of you guys watched her in NXT but she had some matches with Shayna and you know real good matches and and, and to do her like that with with, with a punch and, and 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 like a you know a, a modified version of the rock bottom and then that was it it was like wow um, I even what said I, I even questioned like I said to Alice at one point I said do you think she's injured do you think Bianca's injured and she because Sasha and Bianca both got pulled from house shows that week both of them but then 
Bailey said, "Well, no, because she she wrestled on SmackDown, which 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 uh, she, she did. She wrestled on SmackDown, so she's not injured. So they just for some reason think that that's what was best for the SmackDown Women's Title. And um, flabbergasted, I think, is 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 a word that I've used over the last last day or two. So yeah, really, really disappointed, and got to the point where it's like, you know." Why am I watching this now? You know, I watch Raw every week, NXT every week, SmackDown every week. I watch all the pay-per-views and, you know, six hours of, of my life there that I'm watching every week. And for what? Six, seven hours? Why? So I'm, I'm really disappointed as a you WWE see. fan. It's been a WWE fan since I was five years old. Really disappointed. You stopped Raw a bit ago as well, didn't you? Like, you started that. About four, yeah, about four weeks ago, I just started to fast forward through Raw and play it when something interesting came on, which was very rare, to be honest. <laughs> I'd yeah. sit there and skim through Raw in, in 10 minutes, and you know, and that was it. Yeah, that's what I've done as well. Um, you mentioned them returns. Oh, God, you butcher. I saw you had some takes on why you think they, they did the Becky thing and possibly the Brock thing as well. Yeah, well, it, it, the Becky one less so. I, I felt like... Becky was always meant to return, but differently. Um, yeah. But the Brock one particularly felt reactionary, didn't it? To, it didn't, I don't know. He always, here's where my theory originally started from. He always grows his beard out, doesn't he, when he's not on TV. Mm. That's just something he's always, but by the time he appears back on TV, it's gone. It looks like Brock Lesnar again. But this, it just didn't, he wasn't Brock Lesnar, was he? He was like in that weird tank top. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It all felt very bland. He looked like Dean Ambrose. He did. It was like the Pokemon evolution of Dean he's got, Ambrose. He's got a farm, hasn't he, Brock? Like he works on a farm. Yeah. yeah. Like he just picked up the phone from Vince, got on a plane from his farm and just walked out in the arena. That's what he looked like. That's exactly what it looked like yeah. in... It felt very reactionary to the CM Punk thing. And R- Roman called out his look on that interview, do you know, with Ariel. Oh, did he? Um, yeah, he was talking, but he was asked about Brock. He was like, well, Brock's growing his hair and his beard and butchering meat the last time I heard. So. <laughs> yeah, I saw those pictures of me chopping them Could be about that. Um, yeah, um, there's mixed reports on the Becky one. I've seen, I thought she was, she, she would have been returning on SummerSlam. Yeah, I think I expected her to cut Belair Banks have the match and she'd pop up after to, like we you all, say, we Paul, all thought she was coming yeah. in the bank though, as well. And well that that's true. Yeah, but like <laughs> you but, said, it, it should come in after the match, have a stare down, that would be the return. And it was, yeah, no match should fit into a gif, like the entire match can fit into a gif that's it, it was very reminiscent of um Kofi Kingston wasn't yeah. it the other year yeah yeah and that's that's one of the reasons I I reacted badly um, I was watching live and uh Jenna that's Jenna baby um who's been on the pod before talking about the main event Sasha and Bianca had and what it meant to her what it meant to women what it meant to the people of color and she was having to defend some like fucking god awful takes on Twitter about that and people going she'll be fine Bianca will be fine let it play out they're plays, just they're yeah. building up the feud it's like well how have you build up a feud by having your champion losing 23 seconds like that yeah you, That's how you, you, you have Bianca be pretty dominant from what I can tell obviously I'm not watching mm-hmm. week in week out she's been pretty much dominant since the Raw Rumble would you say yeah and then you have Bianca, Becky come back and beat her within seconds you're basically saying the rest of your roster is crap I'm back now. I'm going to hold no one, like no one can beat me. So every match from here on out is pointless because who can beat me? Becky, Becky isn't that person. Like with the Kofi one, when Brock squashed Kofi, 
as wrong as it was because of how Brock looks, how Brock fights, who he is, it's believable that he could yeah. batter someone in 30 seconds. Yeah. Becky's not that. There's only one woman. There's only one woman who I believe could come and squash anybody, and that's Ronda Rousey yeah. because it's believable. In 30 seconds, Ronda gets you in an armbar. It's done, and and it's believable. Brock's believable because he's such a beast. Becky's Becky's not that sort of person. Becky Becky's done that move a million times, and people kick out from it all the time. It's not believable. You know, she's she doesn't squash people. She's not a Goldberg who comes and does a spear and a jackhammer and gets a pin. She's not a Brock who does three suplexes and gets a pin. It, it, she's not. You know, one woman would do a squash like that for me, and that would be Ronda. And obviously, Ronda's not coming back. So, so why didn't they just either do a stare down or actually have a really good match? I just don't. I, the crowd was set as tight as when when the bell rang. It was like oh, when the music hit. I was like, here we go. This will be good. And then yeah, I was, I was like, I, I was oh. falling asleep. Yeah. <laughs> and I woke up. <laughs> yeah. Oh right, that's that's that. Right. The crowd were buzzing for it when the bell rang and Bianca was like bouncing and stuff. Everyone was like, this is going to be an absolute like five star. And then it was just, it was just like, oh. Well, I watched back. It's quite interesting watching it back in when you when you know what's happening. The Untitled Wrestling Podcast did a watch along, and I watched. I, I specifically got up to that bit, and the four of them were in there, and just watching their reactions to it. The the, the Carmella coming out, and they're like, "Come on, now we've just seen this last night," which is what everyone was thinking. The crowd were booing, and then Becky's music hit, and oh, right, okay, we're gonna get a triple threat now. That's why Carmella's uh, Carmella's gonna take the pin from Becky or even from Bianca, and then yeah. that sets up that match. And then they're like, "Yeah," and then obviously they took out Carmella. Miller and then all oh, right so they're gonna have a stir down set up a match down the line and then they're like oh no we're, we're actually getting a match now and then like they basically looked away and then they're like what it's yeah. finished <laughs> and i was like pretty much what i went so there's so many ways they could have gone with it to build it up to be like a beautiful thing if sasha's out long term or whatever people don't know what's going on with her but you need someone to fill that void in and they could have done that but now it's bianca chasing the belt again which is kind of horseshit for someone who carried you know who's done a lot of work during again not rewarding people for being there during the pandemic and stuff but it just has that the same thing that's always happened to sasha banks as well gets the belt loses it two matches later yeah, and this is one of the, the things that uh, Jenna was defending about the let it play out, she'll be fine. And I'd said it to me, it's, it felt like a very white privilege take to be honest on 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 that um just because that's what happened with kofi um yeah. as well and what happened to him so someone on twitter said he you know kofi came out of it well it's like did he he didn't he didn't go back into the scene he went back to just being a happy-go-lucky tag team guy as if nothing had ever happened um and she had said it's not about bianca losing it's about how she's lost she doesn't mind bianca losing it's how she has lost and it's the fact that she has had to take a step back because becky has returned it's a and that's she listed off a load of things on the pod about Sasha and all the time she had to step back and it, it shocked us a bit because we hadn't realised the amount of time she had had to take a step back because of a Charlotte, because of a Becky, because of a Ronda Rousey. But then they'd always come back to her and go, oh, but you always do a good match so can you come and do this bit now? And it felt like they were now transitioning that onto, onto Bianca. And yeah, um, I mean my breaking point in that was I've been buzzing for Becky's return. I've been predicting it for the last two pay-per-views, <laughs> haven't they, on the pod and I was like, the booking's awful most of the time anyway, but I'm like, how can they take the return I was really looking forward to and make me want to stop watching the show like that's some elite level of <laughs> <fuck> <laughs> <Shit> <laughs> 
because it wasn't until Seth and Edge came on that I, I got back into the show. I didn't watch Jinder Drew. I didn't care about it anyway. I didn't Nobody watch it. The, the triple threat Raw match, apparently it was quite good. Didn't, didn't pay attention. I just looked up. I was like, oh, Charlotte's won. That just made me even more angry. And then, yeah, Seth and Edge happened. I was like, okay, this, yeah, this is better. This is good. But I think that's part of the problem, isn't it? Like, you're mining for gold. Yeah, you're having to wade through a sea of shite to get one sparkling nugget of goodness. And I just can't be asked anymore. <laughs> it's, it's, not like, it's like when there's other companies doing things better and differently, not naming names. But I can dedicate my time to that rather than having to justify spending five hours of my week watching shite or stuff yeah. that I get invested in and then they snatch it away. Well, that, that was my problem that I, I just found I wasn't invested in any of it anymore. I was watching matches like, and I just wasn't reacting to them. They, they were great, by all intents and purposes, great matches. I just wasn't reacting to them whatsoever. So that's kind of when I knew I was done because I, I just wasn't like reacting to anything anymore. Some of my favorite wrestlers, yeah, some of my favorite wrestlers are still at WWE and they just weren't because I, I knew that it was going to lead to nothing. Yeah, it's been the way for a while now. What was, what was your breaking... I know you said it in the test. What was your breaking point? The, 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 the very final one was the Goldberg-Bray Wyatt match was when I cancelled the network. I think I carried on watching it maybe... Very, like you say, on fast forward for a few weeks after that, like on a naughty version. But um, yeah, that was pretty much when I realised it's not for me anymore. I don't think I, I still dive in if like one of you guys says, "Oh, this is a fantastic match. You need to go and watch it." I'll, I'll go away and watch it. Like because like I say, there, there is dozens of inc- like brilliant performers still there. But um, yeah, it's just it's just hard to get invested in anything that they do. Because like with Bianca, you, you said earlier she, in NXT, she was fantastic. But there's always that bit in the back of your mind. She is fantastic. She is having these great matches with Baszler. And then on the main, main roster, she had them with Banks. And But, you know, there's always that in the back of your head. They're going to cock it up eventually. And lo and behold, they have. Yeah. And she might recover. She might recover in time and get back to where she is. But she shouldn't need to. <laughs> They've got her to where they want her to be. She's a rising star. She's homegrown. That's what they've said they want. NXT, completely homegrown stars who look great on TV. We do want that, but also no. Yeah. and Five five years was a first wrestling match. Yeah. Five years ago. So she's done exactly what they wanted. She is exactly what they want. And then you just go and do something daft like this. And and that is exactly why people are turning off. And I've, I've heard, I've seen a lot of bad takes on, on Becky as well. I'm blaming her saying she should have said no. I was like, well, she wanted to lose to Shayna at WrestleMania. Yeah. And Vince said, no, you're keeping the belt. And she was like, well, we need to put Shayna over. No. And then the day after she found out she was pregnant. And um, so, you know, apparently uh, people have been saying that they hope her and Rue die, which is, no, that's like, fuck off. No, no, no. Yeah, it's, it's wrestling. It's not fucking <laughs> live yeah. or die, mate. It's... Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> and it's, yeah. And it's not Becky, it's... It's, it's, it's not her decision, it's, it, it's, it's above her head, isn't it? Yeah, and go on and do... Like, like, again, look, most people don't like her, valid reasons. Charlotte with that promo, I'll leave a week, and she's made to go out and yeah. talk about the mental health. 
Not someone else. <laughs> no, let someone sign that off and sent them out to do it. Um, funny you mentioned the Goldberg there. So another thing that made me angry on the SummerSlam was the uh, Bobby Goldberg match, which ended. I don't actually know how that went. I've not read anything about that. Well, one. they actually tried to have a wrestling match. Like it wasn't your normal kickoff with a spear and finish affair. They're actually having some some wrestling moves going on. They weren't just spamming the finishes. <laughs> which was yeah. I don't think I don't know if we actually got any finishes. Um, and then uh, yeah, I think MVP attacked Goldberg leg and then stuff happened and he, he got a referee stoppage the ref stopped the match um, Lashley then started beating the shit out of him with a chair and then is it Gabe his son called Gabe yeah Gabe then jumped Lashley from behind and Lashley just threw him over his head and choked the shit out of him the crowd <laughs> crowd were going mental and cheering it and, that's um, the one bit I read about it actually yeah <laughs> yeah, that no, was good, but then uh, Goldberg was shouting, "I'm going to kill you!" And I was watching. I was going, "You've just advertised that uh, Crown Jewels happening in like six and two months." And I was like, "You've just used SummerSlam, haven't you, to set up Goldberg Bobby at Crown you, Jewel, you in which Bobby's going to do it?" Money. Yeah, and he's going to win it there, isn't he? Just like he did against the Fiend. That's where he wins most. It's it's, it's um, that's his. What's I mean, um, yeah, it's it's tiring and and disheartening, and I, yeah, again, I'll dip in and out, but no, nah, I'm not. I want a written apology. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm just gonna do what you do, Butcher and Ron. I'm just gonna read it. I've done what Paul's done yeah. for, for for months, really. I, I just skim through it, but even that's unfulfilling. <laughs> I find just yeah. skimming through it. Yeah, I, um, I read the Bleacher Report on a Tuesday morning, and if there's something they say is like an AA plus, I'll go and watch it. But that rarely happens with Raw at the moment, does it? <laughs> Raw's trash. No, Paul, Paul, you said one thing that does make you want to watch the WWE's Roman. Oh, are you gonna keep in touch with that? Yeah, again, I, I'm, 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 I've still watched SmackDown for the past month when I've been skimming through Raw. Raw, I've still watched SmackDown because it, you know Roman's the Roman's the main reason why I've been watching WWE at all for the past month, two months, whatever. As I've been getting more and more obviously disheartened with it, but um, I do think that everything that he's done has has, has been gold for the past year. Wh- whoever he's been rivaling with, whoever you know, whatever his promos are like, his, his, his general character, I've just really. I've really enjoyed it um, and I always watch Smackdown for that reason. Helps that there's a lot of other good performers on Smackdown like your Big E's and Chinsuke's and Sammy KO, you know, people like that. There is there is some other good talent on there as well um, but he's the main reason. I'd like to I'd like to tell you that I'm going to keep watching Smackdown. I, I don't know. I'm going to see how I feel on, on Friday, Saturday. Uh, what I can tell you is I, I will not be watching Raw. Um, I won't even bother skimming through it. it, it it's just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've had enough. I've had enough. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it, it's sad, isn't it? it it's like it's it's it feels silly to be like sad or annoyed about it because it's wrestling, but it's something that's giving you so much joy and like entertainment for years and years. Yeah. It's gutting. It's gutting when you finally have that moment where you're like, I don't enjoy this anymore. Yeah. It's we've been we've been to Manchester for three years in a row pre COVID. Yeah, I watched Raw and SmackDown. Me and Ali yeah. three years yeah. in a row. And if it was if it was next week, I would not pay for a ticket. I wouldn't go. No. He could text no. me like, Am I getting? Tickets up like that. No, I used to go every year, yeah, when it was in Manchester. Yeah, mm, yeah and, been... and, and we were going to Raw and SmackDown. We were paying double, and we were going Monday, Tuesday, consistent, and in November when they came, and it was brilliant. And and that was going to be like a, a tradition thing, obviously. Like pre-COVID, anytime they came, we were going to make an effort to go. We took Theodore last time, and it it it, it was uh, I, I wouldn't pay for a ticket now, mm. especially for Raw. 
That's an interesting point that you're bringing up, Theodolo, Alice. Like, what do you do? Because obviously he's going to want to carry on watching it. Like, this is my difficulty, my unique difficulty. That, mm. <laughs> as I've said, said once, he likes Goldberg. I think I said it was my biggest failure as a father. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you know, yeah, he's still. So I won't be able to like, fully delve out. I, but like I said, he doesn't want Raw. It's just the timing of it. Yeah. The only thing you will watch really um, is is SmackDown, just because it's on a Friday and then we get up on a Saturday. And I don't mind that because I generally yeah. enjoy better quality, more of SmackDown. Um, not all of it's not perfect at all. Um, so the rest I kind of watch on myself, and I can probably phase that out. And then if something big happens, I'll, I'll show him like the YouTube clip, um, the pay per views. Obviously, he does watch them. So yeah, and you know, I'll probably I'll probably still I'll, I'll find it hard not to watch the pay per views, especially at the start. But I kind of I think I felt for a little while in WWE, and you'd, you'd be able to talk about this better. Butcher being uh, disengaged, I feel like you could watch the pay per views, and it doesn't matter if you've not oh, yeah. watched the weekly show. You, you can watch WWE pay per view and understand perfectly well what's going on without having watched the weekly shows. Yeah, I'm fairly sure we've said that before. Is that the little promo package for it basically tell you what this is about? Yeah. Think of all that time you'll save. I know. Um, uh, I also watched Takeover last night, and that was a, a, a very weird feeling watching it on, on many, many fronts. Because one, it was very, very good. Have you watched that Takeover before? I'm talking about this. I know you did, Joe, didn't you? Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I've not watched it, but I know what happens. Yeah, I know what happens. Yeah, well, take you mentioned Bleacher. I think I think the main event they gave a B. Everything else was an A or an A plus. Um, and it's very weird watching it because like this is a very good show. And then after the Walter Dragunov match, I'm just like this. This is the one you want to change. This is the, the part of your company that you want, want to rip up and change. Yeah, make it more like Raw. Yeah, it was just frustrating. And then it was just, it felt like they all were proving a point. Everyone who was going out there felt it felt like, fuck it felt like a, It felt like a last hurrah. It was like, fuck it, let's go out and let's go big. Yeah. Uh, no, um, that's the problem. They're not big, they're small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let's um, have it large. Yeah. Um, actually, Adam Cole, that, that's his last match in NXT well it'll be his last match in NXT regardless and he'd either go to the main roster well go to main event or go to go to AEW it would seem (laughs) to main event 205 live (laughs) yeah he could fit into that (laughs) he'll be a cruiserweight champion in no time back on NXT and I I find it very interesting about him Cole as well because his I really enjoy I'm I'm of the assumption he's going to AEW it's just it's all there isn't it um I really like his way, the way it's happened with him and it's like extending the contract when he didn't need to extend the contract so you could see out a feud, yeah. put Kyle O'Reilly over even if they didn't need that extra match. That match should have just been the only match I think they should have had if they wanted to do that. Like the two out of three falls match, that should have been the, the one and only match they had. Um, and then he, he's, he's gone out, you know, respectfully because he respects Triple H, he respects NXT and that's very interesting because he hasn't been on the main roster. Yeah, he's the only, he's, he's not going up being spoiled. He's not having that time of the main roster battle is it to no. to dampen his like a uh, spotlight a bit is it so no. it, he's doing it differently to anyone else really has isn't he yeah and I imagine if he does pods or you listen to him talk you won't have anything much negative to say about his experiences like other people have uh, Paul did you say you listened to Black on uh, was it Jericho yeah what was that like it was good it was good he talked um, talked a lot about his, his, his earlier career um, talked about his time in WWE um, talked like, like, like 
it was a complete surprise to him. He had no idea it was coming um, about his release. It you know, obviously worked on the, the not the new character, but like the reinvention of the character and teased it a couple of times on SmackDown, showed up on SmackDown, and and then all of a sudden it was it was um, his his phone. He said he was sat with Zelina and his phone rang and he saw it was like one of the producers and he said. I've lost my job. And he, he, he knew just by who it was on the phone. He didn't even answer. He, he looked at his phone and he said, I think I've lost my job here. And then he answered and then they were just like, yeah, we, we, we're, we're making cuts and, 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 you know, this is it. Like, thank, you know, thank you for your, thank you for your efforts and stuff like that. He said, it just came completely out of the blue. Um, he said that it was a mistake on WWE's part about the non-compete for ninety <laughs> days. They, in his original contract, um, they hadn't put it. They hadn't put it in. Um, so he said that's how he got to AEW so quickly because Jericho was like, it seemed like one minute you were on SmackDown and the next minute you were on Dynamite, and he was like, yeah, it happened quickly because WWE made a mistake and didn't insert the ninety day the ninety day non-compete in my, in the first contract that I signed. So yeah, so but yeah, it was so it was funny. interesting. He, he's, he's a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, I, I love listening to him talk. I always listen to his interviews and things yeah. Yeah. also great taste in music <laughs> and and women by all accounts <laughs> done well with Zelina though hasn't he? he's done very well with Zelina yeah. yeah very well have you seen Nick Khan's interview I've read snippets yeah, yeah little bits little but it, it, it was shorter than I thought it was only 20 odd minutes you can see why Vince likes him yeah because he wants Raw to be 8 hours or something like that yeah he did say that in jest to be honest but it was <laughs> took it eight to... 3 hours no Raw he wanted Raw to be 4 hours and Smackdown to be 8 hours because they'd get more money from advertising that's so fucking stupid I can't even comprehend it <laughs> I think he was make it longer so we can <laughs> put more no I don't yeah. think yeah more adverts in it's very cut my own throat dibbler yeah Ah. One of the one of the snippets I did see, which was interesting, was because he was asked about the cut. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask about. And he said, and he was asked directly. He was like, "Is that your decision? Is that Vince's decision?" And he said, "There's a team of us." He said, "Bruce Pritchard, um, Stephanie himself, Triple H." He said, "They all make the decisions, and Vince has the final say." So he basically said that all those cuts, Triple H knew that they were happening because he was privy to the meeting that happened about all the cuts that have happened this year. So th- those people that saying that people like Bronson Reed and um, Bobby Fish and people like that are being released and Triple H and Shawn Michaels don't know about it. Nick Khan basically said that's not true. It just doesn't track. Why would Triple H be putting him in the, in the middle of storylines? Yeah, it, even if they do, it, if even if he's involved in the meeting, surely these are kind of like they must be last minute that they're involved. The only the only it thing that didn't make sense term. to me was if Triple H is involved in all this and knows about all this, why would Samoa Joe have been released and then signed to NXT? Why didn't you just move him? Yeah, yeah. Samoa yeah. Joe was released, announced, released. Triple H hasn't approved that to then go and sign him for NXT. They would have just done a thin and just moved him. Yeah. So. Joe said the same night, didn't he? Uh, Joe, in Joe's interview, he said he, he was about to attack people and then Triple H got on the phone to him straight away. He's like, don't, just just give me a moment here. Don't don't say anything to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. It, it, it's, it, it's odd that, like, with someone like Tyler Rust, if it's planned, why why is he putting him in your brand new faction just a matter of weeks earlier? Like, I don't, it, I don't it can't, even if Triple H is involved in these decisions, it's got to be, surely it's just on the day that he's involved. It, it, it's got, for me, it's got to be, it's, Triple H is involved in the decisions, but for me, it's got to be Vince goes in into that room with Bruce and with Triple H and with Stephanie and says, we need to cut the budget by this much. Mm. Who can we afford to lose? And he's got to put Triple H in that awkward situation where he has to pick people. I think that, that he doesn't want to do it, but it's not 
not a surprise because Vince tells him that we need to cut the budget by this one and he has to choose people unfortunately and I think that yes Triple H has some say in that but ultimately doesn't want to release them he just his hands are tied because of the budget that's what I think it is but Nick well, Khan's reason for it I don't know if you saw the snippet as to why they do it <laughs> he went we don't look at anyone else we don't look in the past or live in the past I like, have you seen your two World Heavyweight Championship matches yeah. uh, he went we're always looking forward he said so if we're releasing someone we're releasing him because they don't move the needle for us now or they won't move the needle for us in the future that was his reasoning he said everyone yeah, who's left we, is we, always, we always want to stay fresh and current and, and stuff like <laughs> that he was saying we're always looking for what's next <laughs> that's, that's what he said uh, fun day Bray. in opposite land there isn't it yeah like the Bray one there he's your, your top merchandise owner wasn't he so yeah you can't say he wasn't moving your needle <laughs> moving the needle Oh, my Lord. I saw Freddie Prince Jr., of all people. I didn't know he used to be a WWE producer. Uh, did you see his recent comments about his time there? And he no, said he I was... haven't thought about Freddie Prince Jr. since I watched Scooby yeah. Doo last. <laughs> it, it stunned me when I saw he was a, a, a producer on, on WWE for a bit. Um, I can't remember who he was talking about, but he, he, was, he was referring to why Bray has gone, basically. He wasn't part of WWE then. He said, but he has been in rooms with Bruce... Kevin Dunn is it and Vince and that and it's basically they've got a lane the WWE lane and if you have somebody who is being creative and, and veering off that lane a la Bray Wyatt they went they don't like it and they're, they're going to eventually cut you or dilute or whatever it to the point that it becomes WWE but it's it's not it's no good and anyway, that's what's happened with Bray he's tried to be too creative and he was like it's stupid <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I surely I, again bizarre bizarre thing of well they're doing their job that uh, oh. Oh, Black, Black, Black said it about why he went to AEW. He said he basically pitched his his idea through his agent to Tony Khan about his character, and he was like, "Tony Khan's like, yeah, that's great." He said he, he just signs everything off or comes back with the odd little no, question or that. He went, "But it isn't. Here's your script. Here's that you need to do it like this. Don't like that. So why wouldn't you let him be creative?" Well, yeah, that's the that's the thing that that saves you like a lot of work. <laughs> if they 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 go, okay, I've got a thing I want to do. It. Like, if it's bollocks, then you go, no, that's bollocks, don't you? But they've been doing it long enough that I mean Bray Wyatt especially the fiend got fucked up because this sort of unstoppable machine then gets squashed by Goldberg gets you know gets Helen gets Helen assailed yeah it, and I, I genuinely think it's they don't know they've not moved they not moved the and all the rest and, of the wrestling world has sort of moved on and gone. Nobody really wants to watch two big men slap each other anymore when there's so much variety out there. You've got New Japan, which is its own separate band of weirdness and stuff. But then you've got, there's just so much stuff and nobody wants to watch that sort of thing anymore. Not he's not, on he's not moved on with the yeah. well, that's it as well. It's the same match every raw for the past what six months has been the same set of matches over and over and over again. Well, SmackDown last week, one before Rampage. I think I think I said Paul was there, we watched it, didn't we? I think there was five matches, and four of them were rematches from the week before. The only one that wasn't was a tag match, but even that was Apollo, Apollo and Aziz versus Shinsuke and uh, Boogs the week before Shinsuke mm. won the title. So yeah. even that was, in, in theory, a rematch. <laughs> it just added two extra people. So that's all I sort of started transitioning over there as well. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just, I couldn't believe they put out such a lackluster SmackDown. I thought they would have been like, we need to, we need to hit a home run with this SmackDown. And I think that's part of the issue backstage, isn't it? It's more complacency. It doesn't matter. People... Yeah, we're, we're, we're too big to fail. It, uh, that argument doesn't make sense, though, does it? Because 
like everyone says, oh, they, all the money comes from TV deals these days. It doesn't matter if the the viewer likes it, but it does because the TV deals are going to disappear if the viewers start disappearing. Yeah, if no one's watching your advert, yeah, then Fox said it, didn't they? When when I think that's the reason why SmackDown has had to be better because Fox had said, well, if you if you show us crap, we're going to move you to Fox Sports Two, which isn't I, I think isn't on free to air. Yeah, yeah, it's on like the fishing station. So, so the viewership would have gone down. So they were like, put a notice on the off. I mean, we're spending a lot of money on this, and you need to mm. need to make sure it's actually but actually that, good. That, that's sad, isn't it? That they need telling to make the product good by <laughs> buying out like someone from outside the company. I don't know. Has anyone had been in a cat scan recently? <laughs> like just to check that everything's all right up there. You know, give him that that Donald Trump uh, memory testing. You know? <laughs> I said cat camera <laughs> woman camera, <a> man. <laughs> Yeah, I said to you yesterday, Paul, when you rang me, I said we all everyone shits on Vince and that, and rightly so at the moment. But it's sad though because he did so much for for wrestling. <laughs> this is what this is what led me to that message that I sent in the chat last night. Vince changed the landscape for wrestling for pretty much all of us at our age, what we're at now when we were younger. The 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 the, the attitude era, the, the you know Austin Rock Triple H Kurt Angle, the Monday Night Wars that he won and ended up running WCW out of business and just uh, unbelievable weekly TV and and, and superstars like su- Rock Austin superstars on screen every week and multi you know m- not just one or two like in Cena's era it was like Cena weren't it like sort of on his own at the top it wasn't an Orton but on repeat in that in that day and age you had pretty much a four-way a four-way struggle for the for the for the belt between Angle, Triple A, Austin, and The Rock, and any one of them was a legitimate champion at any time. And and then you had factions like pretty like the Corporation and the Ministry of Darkness and DX, and it was just unbelievable. And then for me, you look at it now, and I sent a list of wrestlers that AEW have got at the moment. And it's the same level of talent that they had back then. Bray, Bray potentially going to AEW, but the, the, the ones that they've already got now, Mox, Andrade, Black, Punk, their talent is equally as good, in my opinion, as back then in the Attitude Era. They could make something very similar. They could create a, 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 a WWE now with, with those stars. And these are the people that they've let go. Yeah. Yet they continue to use Goldberg and, 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 and it's just woeful. And like, they must be laughing and rubbing their hands together in AEW because the the wrestling talent and 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 pro you know like punks as good as the rock on the mic if not better sometimes like they're not just good wrestlers these guys these are real like you know all rounders yeah promos yeah. wrestling um just super and and you've gone from that like you said Vince has done that for wrestling how can he not recognize the talent that he had on his hands there and just go if Adam Cole walks out the door and goes to AEW you know all the ones I've listed Adam Cole's right at the very top of that list and it's just unbelievable he's tried to sell it hasn't he apparently he had Adam Cole at a Smackdown taping a few weeks ago pitching the ideas and trying to get him to sign on it's just not why would he he'd look at Finn Balor surely and go well (laughs) if if you're Adam Cole looking at it and you're looking at the recent history of similar people who've gone up to the main roster like him like your Finns you're looking at it thinking like you said earlier, I'm going to end up on main event here in a few weeks. Like he might get an initial push, but eventually Vince is going to go. Hang on, you're less than six foot. Yeah, away with you. Yeah, we're going to paint your face, put a lot of belts on your head. Right next, it's 
it's, it's, he's going to end up going to AEW, isn't it? And then, like, I think that might be sort of game up. I mean, I don't know. That's what they do with NXT, isn't it? But I don't That's know. That's imminent. So Nick Khan said that in the thing. He was asked at the end, you're rebranding. And he went, yeah, yeah was... watch out for that. It's coming in the next few few weeks. That's why I think last night was very much the last hurrah for it. That was like the, the well, let's tear the house down then. Cause... Yeah. yeah getting... we're, we're probably new... not going to have jobs. Getting new lighting, aren't they? Yeah. I can't wait to see what colour it is. I'm generally not the excited. Issue, is it? It'll be red and blue. It'll be. Uh... It's... That's why I didn't understand. Like, are they going to keep the belt? It's like Joe's your champion now, obviously. Like, is that? Oh. And they brought. Um... What's it called? Kay- Kaylee Ray. She came. Yeah, she came out. I read that. Yeah. So that way well, you're still building stuff. Like, yeah, I think I can't see how it's just a. Yeah, I don't think it'll be a complete. It's, white gradual, isn't it? it's not going to be drastic. It's going to be gradual. Yeah, the, the people you start seeing come through will be bigger and they won't be from the Indies. They'll be ex footballers and weightlifters and stuff, won't they? Yeah. And it's fine. Some of them do well. Some of the greats have been ex footballers and weightlifters. But that's not, yeah. But that's not what NXT was yeah. sold as. Wasn't there was two people on SummerSlam? Was it SummerSlam or was it NXT last night? I think it was SummerSlam. It came out and did a bit, and they were Olympic medalists or something. Oh, that, Gabe Stevenson. I couldn't tell you their names. Uh, no, but, yeah. that, that that also pissed me off because that followed the Bianca nonsense, and then they basically rolled out two Olympic wrestling medalists from this Olympics right. who, were, who were both black. And they were bigging up that, and it was almost as if, "Hey, we're not, we're not inherently racist. Here's some, we're celebrating yeah. these." And that. Yeah, that, that, black people. Yeah. yeah, that Gable Stevenson's strongly rumored to be joining WWE because he's cancelled. He's told the US wrestling team he can't compete in some world championships next year. Oh, he's not. He, he won't do again. Chad, Chad Gable. Yeah. Yeah, he's Small. one who came from that. What they done with him? Yeah, brilliant. Shorty G, mate. Shorty G, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Been a few things this week, and have all come together. One of them was also Mustafa Ali's interview with Alex McCarthy. Um, I'm not seeing that. So it, it was sad. It was very sad reading it. So he, he's talking about that he was meant to win money in the bank when Brock won it. When Brock, yeah, when Brock chucked him at the chucked him off the ladder at the last second. So he was like, he was he was gonna win it. He'd been told he was winning it. He's like, right, this is my moment. And he said Corbin had gone out doing his entrance. And as Corbin's gone out, he's preparing to come out next. And Vince pulls him to the side and goes, Brock's back. Brock's winning it. All I need you to do is climb the ladder. And when his music hits, you need to look shocked. And then he's going to come. He's going to f- push you off and he's going to win as he's about to go out. That's no was, way to run a business, is it? If I was him in that situation, I'd have just fucking grabbed it. <laughs> right. Yeah, so what then, are going to do? Retcon it out? Then he was asked about that. So then he went, some people did say to him, why didn't you just grab it? Well, they couldn't have done anything. And he said, well, that night I just had to grab my paycheck because I had to, got a family. Um, and he said, and, and then he kind of made light of it. He went, plus, he said, if I, had, if I had grabbed it, we'd never have got Brock with a beatbox. That's true. <laughs> he was like, I get, he went, I That's gave you that. Yeah. <laughs> then he talked about, he said he, he had nothing for him to do and he said about the hacker right he said he said the hacker stuff was all him he said all that all the the promos that were going out on on smackdown i think it was he went they were him being sent from home and they were quite hot on it he went but because i wasn't in the building being able to pester he was like these are coming in from lost in the, the field he said it kind of got lost in the shuffle yeah and it and it didn't go where he wanted it to go he had he had big ideas um and then he got told on the night he was going to be the leader of uh, retribution mm-hmm. so again this wasn't them. planned it, it was the night of raw again <laughs> just before the segment 
told you're the leader and he was like right well if i'm going to be the leader he said can we bring the hacker into this can you know we're not just a meathead faction he went we can ruin you with the click of a button yeah let like me bring... a anonymous kind of thing yeah and he's like let me bring that in and he said and that got shot down um he said you know he's glad he's had that character but he's really disappointed it didn't go anywhere he said all it got was like he, he dropped it in one line of a promo on a row yeah yeah he said that yeah. that was it he said but he wanted that to be part of the the group that they no, could destroy put your mask on and lose <laughs> yeah and so that there is that obviously everything's been heightened because of friday night with punk um but more so his interviews and the things that he said about you know you don't stay in a place that's made you unwell made you sick wasn't it that he said and paul and i we watch pay-per-views all the time live don't we what's the one thing we watch together this weekend one page yeah. So, literally, <laughs> the second everyone, one hour show. <laughs> everyone I company. know was up watching it. <laughs> yeah. Because I was yeah, just like, it's a... we set our alarms to get up to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it had that thing of that's going to be one of those things that's like, everyone remembers where they were when Elvis died and stuff. It's it's that sort of thing. It's I've watched it far too many times. Yeah. Were you and an Elvis died show? No, but you know what I mean? It's one of those, it's it's, 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 it's going to become a cultural touchstone yeah, for a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. Where Kennedy was shot, that sort of thing, isn't it? It's, um, again, I wasn't there. I'm not trying to say I don't know with it. Uh, I was not in Texas at the time. Were you in the Verges? In the, on the grassy, I, I was yeah. the grassy knoll. You were the grassy Um but yeah, it's going to become, because it was such a massive thing, he was still trending on Twitter three days afterwards. Yeah, Roman didn't help with that either. <laughs> His comments the night before, I was like, what have you done, Roman? <laughs> yeah, that was very odd, that interview, really odd. And uh, the media scrum that Punk did, we'll talk more about Punk on the normal point on that, but the media scrum he did, and he was asked about how did this compare to Money in the Bank? And it really got me thinking. So I was thinking back to, to really, really memorable moments that will stand the test of time in WWE. Punk, Brian, Kofi, Becky's original run, etc. Like these weren't actually meant to happen. No, they only, they only happened. Happy accidents because the fans were kicking off and were like, well, this has to happen now. And they, they eventually listened, which they don't always do. And they kind of rewarded, rewarded you with them. They pat themselves on the back for quite a long time about them. And then they'll just pull it away and go back to what it is. So Kofi Mania, oh yeah happy go on tour go back home take the belt around we can make a documentary on that pat ourselves on the back and then we'll, we'll, we'll sell you to Brock in five seconds they've just done it to Bianca when she's won yeah. it was it an SP Epsi um, you know and it kind of feels like and, and Punk said that he went that 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 one was effectively born out of toxicity Yeah, the money in the bank one which is why it is memorable but he went, this was a, this was a moment I think he said it, it, it felt, this feels like a home uh, it felt like a house previously what he used yeah. to do which is, which is a nice way nice way to put it and is that is that where you would want to work I, I, say no, but, yeah. I, I say no but I constantly compare my workplace to WWE so <laughs> you, you do <laughs> <laughs> no one's listening from your work <laughs> Um, you do and I don't know I, I was watching that media scrum and I was watching I was listening to Punk but I was watching Tony throughout the whole thing and I said it to you Paul didn't I he just looked like a fanboy yeah. like he was there nodding away smiling like really excited you could also see like genuine sadness on his face when Punk alluded to anything in WWE and it wasn't like oh feeling smug because we're doing better it was like genuine fan sadness like we're talking about now because he's yeah, a wrestling fan day, yeah Tony Khan that's why he grew up as a WWE <laughs> yeah. fan yeah 
And, and at one point, they were just like, was it hard to get punk back? He's like, I didn't care. I just needed punk back wrestling. And I was like, why would you not want to work for that? Because you've got a genuine wrestling fan. Obviously, it's a business too. And, you know, they need to be able to sell out shows and stuff. But he's a wrestling fan. I don't think Vince is anymore. If he ever was, he is pure. It's all money. About the money. And I, I said to Paul when we were talking yesterday, like that, that, the whole zombie stuff, you know, from yeah. <laughs> Backlash, was it? They were, big, they were bigging that up on the media call because of mm. how far it went up on the top trends. But the reason it was far up was because everyone was slating it. Like, they don't yeah. look at that. <laughs> there's, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Yes, there and is. when they do stumble across something and get someone popular, I know you were quite vocal about it at the time, but uh, they then fuck it up. And Becky's a prime example of that. Mm. Yeah, organically got herself over and then they started go oh, we're going to do this now we're going to dabble with this to the point yeah. they just tweaking it yeah what, what they did with Becky when she started coming out in like all the crowns and like, it, it was bonkers <laughs> like you're making her annoying yeah uh, it, they did it with uh, one of the worst ones uh, Fandango Th- that like his theme tune got so over and it was in, like everyone loved it but then you had Michael Cole start like they just have this knack of ruining stuff that gets organically over and, I mean, yeah. that was that was if you, if you if you watch the punk debut against sort of Brock and um, Becky's return, there's a massive difference in the commentating. No one says anything on the punk one, and yet as soon as Becky comes back, Michael Cole's jizzing his fucking pants, <laughs> yeah. and he can't shut up. And I'm like, you, you I, I, I'm already, I'm already excited. I don't need you ruining it. It's... One of the things that made the Edge one good because they they stayed quiet for that. Yeah, they did they did the oh my god, but then it was they let it breathe. Yeah, it, it just feels like they're very sort of. I don't want to say they don't have respect for the for the fans, but it's very much look at this. This is a thing that you're like, look at it, look here it is. I think that's why it. I found Pat McAfee so refreshing. Pat McAfee's ace, mate. To be fair, he's a I'm, he's a real fan, and he's just I like genuinely thought I was going to hate him, and he's great. <laughs> Yeah. And he actually knows what he's talking about, and he isn't afraid to slap him down as well. <laughs> yeah, he'll get yeah. beaten down eventually. Uh, finally, I mean, I said, what, what, what's next? Who, who, who else do you see? You might just. At what point does it become for WWE a crisis of people don't want to be here now because it's clear they can be better off elsewhere? Who else can you see doing? I think it's already at that point for WWE. Mm. It's already at the point for WWE because it's, people are like not just getting released and going to AEW because they have to. People are letting the contracts run down and going to AEW because they want to. Brian, Cole, potentially Pete Dunne because apparently his deal's up. Mm. It is, uh, but I can it, see him staying. I can see him staying. Or I'd like, you know, as I think we said. Why would, would you say? Why would you save you a Pete Dunne? Like mm. right now, why would you save you a Pete? I mean, he should go back. He's, he's, mid, he's mid card on NXT still. Yeah. yeah, and he's and he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. So he should go to New Japan. He'd have a way yeah. of a time. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. I'd love it. Why would you, he's an indie guy as well? Yeah, why would you stay? He is uh, not what Vince is going to push. He is, he's well, just... he's a little little tiny guy. He's yeah. a, a tremendous wrestler, yeah. but he doesn't fit Vince's mold. Yeah. He'll be forced to talk with a posh English accent. Yeah, and or he'll, do William Regal sticks. Or he'll come out as a chimney sweep or summer. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or he'd go up to Raw or SmackDown and they'd just call him Dunn instead of Pete Dunn. <laughs> Or just Pete. Yeah, stupid stuff like I'd that. I'd get behind a wrestler just called Pete. Go Pete, just Pete. <laughs> like the rapper Dave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, right. no, the T-shirt would be like overdone. <laughs> yeah, you can see wrestlers. it. I fucking see it now, mate. 
I rest like of it. the letting the contracts run down, aren't they? And, and, and yeah. I think WWE are already in that crisis. Like Cole's doing it. Brian Brian's done it. Brian's already done it. Um, Punk definitely would have had the option to re-sign for WWE at some point. I'm sure he was given, you know, and he's chosen not to. Um, they, they, they're already they're already at that point now. Well, should have mentioned on SummerSlam Nikki's interview. That was that was bloody damning. That Bella. Is it Nikki Bella? Oh, Nikki Bella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I've never I've never seen her like that. No, and it, she's saying that at, at, that's not just some random event. She's at it's actually at a WWE event. <laughs> she's at that she's slagging WWE off at. Yeah. Like she must have been. She's either been drinking or really pissed off. <laughs> Why but, not both? But yeah, it would be a combination of both. Did you say Sammy's rumored to be up? I believe Sammy's contract is up this year in the autumn as well. So again, okay, he's he's had a decent run on the main event since turning. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's kind of like meh. the only good matches he's had has been against KO and like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it is another one that you think, well, would he would he rather go elsewhere? A lot of his mates are at AEW and he's wrestled in Japan before. Like, mm. would he rather go and do that? But um, I think one you could potentially see on the horizon, which would really be a nail in the coffin, would be Charlotte. With Andrade being at AEW now, Rick just clearly isn't happy with the place. Yeah, I've said that. That would be a big one. That would be a big one if she left, I think. You think she would? I don't know. Andrade seems to be having fun in his bewildering storyline. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's, not, let's not get onto that storyline. It's weird that. Lucha Brothers on a pole match, yeah. Um, the one that again, I said. It's, it's the Adam Cole thing. It's, it's, if, your, if your spouse is there and you're back touring again now, why wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's what, 57 time women's WWE champion. <laughs> she's done everything she can there. Yeah, there's no nowhere, there's no mountain left to climb there. She's even said she don't want to be in Queen of the Ring. She? Said she don't think she should be in it and win it because she's already the queen. So it should be the winner faces her. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a good stance to take. I like that. <laughs> her stance, her stance. I don't have to like character. her stuff. But, yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> but no, um, I just feel that that some someone of that magnitude leaving would be like of the current roster would be a real nail. The, the one I've said to Joe and Paul is um, Seth because he was an indie guy, and he's yeah, and given he's all very... the stuff he said over the last couple of years, sticking up for the company and stuff. If he yeah. suddenly went. No, and I said it's always been in the back of my head. Like he, you take the shield, Roman's homegrown. Seth was an indie guy, and that I always think in the back of my head, what must he think watching Moxley? No matter what he said publicly, watching Moxley live his best life, watching his friends and people he used to wrestle having the time of their life, there must be a part in the back of his head, like because he's not done anything for two years. Like we talk about the fiend getting ruined and that. Like Seth was ruined at the same time. Seth's yeah. baby face run oh, at that point. It, yeah. Do you remember that WrestleMania we watched when he came out and beat? Rock in the opening match. Yeah. He was so over. He was ridiculously over, and they ruined that. And he, when he talks about that, he sounds very angry about it. Yeah. He didn't want to turn heel. He says, I was made to turn heel because they screwed me over at Hell in a Cell. So there's already frustrations in there with him. And he's he's gave a lot over the last couple of years to people, Cesaro, Dominic, and stuff. And if he left, I'd be like, yeah. it's obviously not punk level, but in terms of someone who WWE had. Sentence, the, yeah. yeah, someone who had, like you used the phrase the other day with Roman, the hooks are in there. The hooks are in with Seth, but he, I can see them hooks coming out of him if he doesn't, because they, they were setting up Roman Seth. They were setting up Roman Finn. This is why I, I believe what you're right about Brock being a last minute thing. Yeah. They, they've always seemed to set up Roman's next challenges while he's in a current feud, which I think you said before, Paul, and that's good. But Finn and Seth were the next two that were coming, but now Brock's yeah. back. Yeah. So what must he be thinking there? That, that could be a big one. 
unless it was sowing the seed for further down the line, you like Rumble or something, maybe. But yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll cut Roman up eventually. Don't worry. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm, he's had what, a year of this now? It was, was SummerSlam last year, he won it, was he? When he turned yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. So we'd do it. I can't believe they've kept it going that long. Fair, yeah, fair play to them. But like, how how can the same person who writes that, like the same team that writes that, write the Drew and Jinder rivalry? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> again, again, I know it's not like, exactly the same team. One of them's very much a Monday morning thing, and one of them's a four o'clock on a Friday thing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, the Drew and Jinder my... one was frustrating because you had like years and years of story there, and they the built it around. All time to like. Oh, you look. Did you did you like them? I love Fury. They're so funny. They're just hopeless, hopelessly shit. <laughs> and the, I don't, I don't think they referenced it at all. If very rarely, it was all built around a sword and a missed phone call. So. I'm just waiting for Heath to come back and win the world championship. Then I'll get back into WWE. Then. <laughs> No, but yeah, be interesting going forward. Like in my head, I'm thinking they're like obviously take a step back from watching stuff. And one of the reasons for that is always G1's coming up. I was like, if I'm going to invest some time, I think I'd much rather we're watching the G1 in September. Although, even and, that's a weekend product this year, though, isn't it? Like, you've not got all oh, most of your American based wrestlers aren't going to be in it. Yeah, true. Half your main events is injured or ill it's uh yeah it's gonna be a, a weekend g1 this year i think mm. unless you get some surprises turn up aw could send some people over that's what i think a lot of people are hoping to try and bulk it out because because <laughs> at the moment you've got chase owens in there and punk was asked about that in the media scrum as well when do you go and do the g1 i saw Tony, that in tony's face that's a lot of matches uh, <laughs> a lot of matches for him <laughs> That's yeah. some big bumps on your bump card, though. It's yeah. going over there doing that. He's forty now. Yeah, he's. Uh... He mentioned bump cards. They were like, "What are you going to do to prefer for Derby?" And he's like, "Well, I've already got quite a big bump card, so I'm not going to be doing anything like that. I'll just run the ropes." It's um, yeah, G one's a young man's game. <laughs> I actually think personally, I would love to see Bray turn up in the G one and just have this just like Mox did. Have that this incredible run of matches just, just to kind of like but fire back at the people who say he's not that great in the ring oh, and yeah, cleanse himself. Yeah, yeah, and just he says like Bray is not that great in the ring. Loads of people on on, the, on Twitter. Loads of people. Oh yeah, he's just a gimmick. He's just a gimmick. Yeah. And I'm like, he's a very good ref. Oh my gosh, uh, I've never actually seen. I've never actually read a, a, a tweet like that before. But that, that, oh yeah, there's yeah. a whole corner of the whole corner of the internet that believe he's overrated and overhyped. Now the people who welcome had, to the internet. Now the people who had WWE conditioned, who were yeah. praising the Bianca loss and <laughs> thinking it's setting up a great story. I mean, you're entitled to your opinion, but also your opinion's wrong. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Anyone that oh. says Bray's a bad wrestler is like, what are you watching? Yeah. He's the whole again, package. I think because, again, he's creative with it and stuff, and he isn't. Johnny Meatman comes down, does some lariats. It's, it's, I don't, I, this is the thing. I don't genuinely don't think WWE has moved on since um, the, the Ruthless Aggression era. I think they're stuck there. And they've they've seen other things pass by them, and they thought, no, we'll stay true, stay true the course. It will come back round again, like flares. Yeah, it's. <laughs> and they dabbled. They've had it. They've had punk. They had the Samoa punk. They had Brian. Yeah, yeah, they had these things, and then they let them come. Never, fu- never fully hand. commit, do they? they no. It's always kind of 
Oh, we'll commit because you want it, but meh. I said AW Punk against Derby could be shit. It could absolutely be dog Todd. He could be garbage. He's, he's not wrestled in ages, has it? Seven years. Billy Gunn was his last singles match, so. Oh, mate. <laughs> they if might they rekindle were, that. If they do a dark match <laughs> the week before. Yeah, it's a it, could, it could be, but at least they took a took a risk. They've, 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 you know, that's the thing. It's very safe. It's very. This is what people. This is what we think people like. And if they don't like it, we'll make them like it. Mm. And it's like, I'll go and watch something else, mate. I've got yeah. so much wrestling that I could watch. They will openly mock that stance of people as well. But Triple H on a Raw once was like, "Oh, you're gonna send a tweet? Are you gonna do an Instagram?" And he went, "Oh, God forbid, you're gonna say you don't watch, gonna mm. watch it anymore." But that was literally a promo on a Raw. Yeah. He said in one of his media things recently, if you don't like it, don't watch it, didn't you? Like, right. Okay, <laughs> I won't. It's <laughs> a weird, a wild stance to take on. There's loads of stuff. Ring of Honor. I might start getting into like the weird Japanese Yoshi stuff because it looks fucking batshit. Yeah. There's, there's, there's plenty of stuff out there to, to slake your thirst. I think that's one of the things they've not come to terms with is that for so long they had a monopoly on it. They were the only option. Unless you were very dedicated and going out downloading torrents of indie Game, shows and Ring of Honor. But now it's so easy to access this other stuff that they, they've not cottoned on to that yet. That if you're not accommodating for everyone's taste, you're going to lose people. And the only person they're accommodating is taste is Vince McMahon's. The only thing I can see ever changing is if they did something so bad on a show that people just stood up and walked out. Like, can you can you imagine just the visual of mm. Becky winning that and then people just going, nope. Wasn't there something like that? I'm sure there was a couple of years ago where people, were, you could see them leaving. Was it not during the Hell in a Cell Fiend match? Was I it that? Just, I was just about to say when the Because they, they were, we want our, with a, with we want DQ, our money back. No Hell yeah. in a Cell and no DQ. People, mm. people started to leave, didn't they? Yeah. yeah, they were like, we want our money back. Yeah. And then like, it just cleared out and the Vince was very quick on his piped in crowd noise button. Yeah. <laughs> Good at rewriting history as well. <laughs> they are excellent at that. <laughs> it's a skill, that. <laughs> All them, all them Roman promos we used to get back in the day, showing the crowd cheering him avidly. They were, they were, they were fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, anyone got else, anything else to add? Have you enjoyed the rant, Butcher? How have you found? I've thoroughly enjoyed watching you all descend into depression and <laughs> angst and come, come and join me. It's not that. It's like I want to watch it because it's it's been such a big part of everyone's life. I just yeah. can't. It's gotten, yeah, it is, it's gotten. It genuinely feels like losing a bit of your, your arm or something because it's it's but also sometimes the arm is gangrenous and needs to be removed. Mm. And you'll notice however far you go down the line of stopping watching it, you're never quite rid. Well, <laughs> like yeah, I, right. I, I, I still always read the write-ups and like if there's a match that t- tempts me, well, I'll yeah, still watch it. Because you know, like you said though, there is talent there. It's just... <laughs> there's arguably, you were talking about attitude area before, well, there's arguable before all these really is, is arguably more talent than there was in the attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah. different, ki- different kind of talent. Yeah, but that's the problem. Different. A, a million percent more talent. You know, Austin, Rock, Triple H, six foot, big, but it was brilliant, weren't it? Like it was just brilliant because they could all wrestle, they could all scrap, it, 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 all promos, they can all cut promos. Yeah, yeah. Raven. Now they now they've got different wrestlers, but they can all promo, they can all wrestle, and, and there's more of them now. How? how 
when I started, when I started to go like, wow, was the Andrade? I think I put in the chat the Andrade thing. I was like, wow, like, like, just when they released him, WWE has come to terms with the release of Andrade. I was like, it legitimately one of the best in the world. In the world, he English too good though, does he? <laughs> that's again, that's Vince's big beef. Unless you can cut a promo. <laughs> It's wrong. It's very, very wrong. Because, uh, yeah, just pair him up with someone who can do bits for him. Or do what they do oh. in um, AEW. Well, not Vicky Guerrero. No, fuck off. No, but, um, but they have the perfect person, Zelina. So then they sack her, then release Andrade, then bring back Zelina. Yeah, <laughs> that was a bewildering decision, wasn't it? Um, perfect but, example is Kane. Remember Kane back in it? Kane never spoke. No. no. Oh, Kane never spoke, but he God, was big. do you remember when he said his first words? That was awful. Yeah. Voice box thing. Yeah, rubbish. <laughs> he never spoke, but he was big. He was big, and he had Paul Bearer at the start, and that was oh, it. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's just it's one of those things. It's just shitty, and I don't see it changing until they start see, start seeing money coming out of their coffin, out of Vince McMahon's big Scrooge McDuck style money pile that he has. It, it ain't gonna change. So it is even not then. Watching. Even then, I don't think it would. I think he'd double down. He'd oh. be like, he'd be like, no, this is how. <laughs> this is what's made me money for years. This is what is gonna make me money again. And is the it people me or the children who were wrong? No, yeah. the children definitely the children. Two Goldberg matches a night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bring them all out. We're going to get Undertaker back at some point. I called that. The Where's day. the Great Carly? Someone get the Great Carly on. We need a Punjabi prison match. Punjabi prison match. Because um, what happened? Because like, weren't NXT supposed to be having like regional variations? Yeah. Because I was very excited about because they did that That's... that in, that, uh, that Indian special thing, didn't they? Yeah, it was really good. They, they showed some like local talent, and I was like, okay, I can get behind this. Mm. Yeah, I think that's all been still want to do it. Nick Khan talked about no. Nick Khan talked about that exact show in the right. in the interview. He said we, you know, we want to we do want to broaden out. He said we've got NXT UK, obviously. He said, but we put on that show, whatever it was called, and he was like the the viewership went up five times, like a five time multiplier in terms of the audience watching that in in that country. And he went in that mm. show, they had an appetite for this, and we want to do more of that. And I was like, so why are you sacking everyone? <laughs> I was gonna, yeah. Mm. <laughs> So that it hasn't been. I think Triple H's vision of it's been put on hold. Yeah. Right. And he had that okay. big map, that 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 presentation yeah, yeah, yeah. Game, the big map. I think that's been put on hold. But right. So we're going to get some sort of weird fucked up version of it then, aren't we? Right. I look forward to right. it. I look forward to not watching it. Yeah. I said I was. I'm. I'm I might start watching it to UK though. Do it, mate. Some good right. stuff there. That, that's the great thing about stopping watching Raw is you get three hours a week where you can Back. watch yeah. something better. You can you can watch Ring of Honor for an hour. You can watch NXT yeah. UK for an hour. And then just go watch and watch some crazy shit on YouTube yeah. for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I highly uh, recommend Wrestling Pro Wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> Wrestling Pro Wrestling is good. Um, yeah, it's NXT UK is really good. Uh, I'm I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I, I said I, I said you should at least watch the uh, Mustache Mountain against uh, Pretty Deadly. For watch that. Ta- Very good. The tag team match just really good. As soon as you said Mustache Mountain, I was like, yeah, I've watched yeah. them a few times. I know. But it's it, it's just silly goodness, and also I enjoy hearing regional accents on television in terms of it because it's hard to say. Like so again, that's the Pete Dunne thing it's hard to sound threatening with a brummy act right, it really is yeah but again but thingy people from Glasgow as a wrestler terrifying yeah might start watching that but yeah and thanks it, for um, Ring of Honours on fight on fight isn't it yeah free yeah, yeah. I mean there's always ways to stream it illegally but yeah it's 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 you've freed up all that time now yeah. use it wisely 
Will do, most definitely. Yeah, thanks for coming on and ranting. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been cathartic because, <laughs> don't know, I just felt awful. And the high of Saturday after punk, I spent all day just like dancing on a cloud. You know, I was yeah, just like, I was buzzing all day, yeah. all day. And then like that just got stripped away watching SummerSlam specifically with the Bianca bit. And that's when I'm, that was my breaking point because like this isn't how I want to feel after watching something I choose to watch for enjoyment. Yeah. So Stay up late, but yeah, I think I said it to you, Paul. It wasn't like angry Miz face girl, where it was a thing done, but there was you know a reason behind it and the storyline, and it's not what you want to see, but it's part of a story. Because obviously, the bad guys have got to do well sometimes. It was a you're just insulting me now, so yeah, thank you, thank you, Paul. We'll go on this journey at the same time. Paul. <laughs> Good, guys. Yeah. You'll have to zoom into each other on a Monday, uh, like a Tuesday, when you'd normally watch Raw together. Just zoom, like, zoom in and talk to distract each other.